ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Castle Collective Podcast. And this might be the largest collective that we have ever had, I think. I mean, it could be, and we may have someone else still coming to join us. And uh, so a man who loves all things uh, just spooky and uh, cool at Disneyland, Joel Skellington, welcome back to the show. Yo, yo. And our resident young mother, who is also practically perfect in every way, Heather Poppins. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're too kind. And of course, uh, king of Disneyland in the 1990s, where he dominated the place, Nick at Night. Welcome back. Hello, hello. And he is one of the hosts, of course, of the Word on the Main Street podcast. And we are coming up on his favorite time of year because it focuses on his favorite attraction in the parks. Sean Solo, welcome back. Thanks for having me. And making his triumphant return. Uh, It's been a little while, but we're so glad to have him back, especially as we're talking about uh, the topic that we're talking about tonight. Captain California, Bryce, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. And I think we're going to get Skipper Rob joining us. His flight just landed a bit ago and and he'll be joining us. His boat, his boat just got in. You can't, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. You have to stay on theme for Skipper Rob. Well, and he has to, he has to exit on the correct side. It may take him a little while. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's all going to happen, but we have got a really, really cool topic to go over tonight. But first off, We may have some new listeners, at least I hope we have some new listeners who are listening and they may be listening because we are running a promo on Instagram. We'll also put it up on our Facebook, but we have a lot more followers on Instagram. We did a giveaway last week, and that is that Heather Poppins, our own story monster, designed the coolest original art and everybody got really excited. We had so many people who entered our last contest. And of course they did. And by the way, shame on all of you collective members who tried to like enter under your nieces, names and nephews. And I saw you. Yes. I know we all wanted that work of art, but no, but congratulations to our winner. We were so, so happy. And she was thrilled. Well, this week we are actually giving away a $25 Disney gift card. Those can be used inside the parks or on uh, shop Disney or whatever you want to use it for. And in order to get it, you need to send us a DM on Instagram. Just find the Castle Collective on Instagram, send us a DM, and that DM needs to have the magic word, which is Mickey Pretzel. And the reason that that is the password for today is because earlier today, I was craving a Mickey Pretzel. And so I decided that would be the word. And so that's, that's absolutely why. So, Hey, and you know what, if you want to better your odds, then get your friends to uh, listen and to uh, DM us and then, you know, split the money with them, like do something like that. So uh, again, you're going to have a a few days to get this done, but drop us a, a DM Do not put it in the comments or we will delete it on Instagram, but uh, DM us the words Mickey Pretzel and uh, we will draw one winner. So congratulations to whoever's going to end up with this 25 bucks and good luck to you all. All right, let's get into this week's topic. And 
it's always my favorite episodes when we hypothesize on what could be in the Disney parks. And this one is a super fun one. What we challenged the collective to do for this episode was to take an attraction from another Disney park. And this could be a Disney park anywhere in the world, any of the Disney parks. It could also be a past attraction from a Disney park. Now, it can't be something that was also at Disneyland. Like you can't say, hey, Country Bear Jamboree. That already was at Disneyland, even though it is at Disney World. So it's got to be something that is not at Disneyland and has never been at Disneyland. But we're going to take an attraction not only are we going to take it and say what attraction we think should be brought over to Disneyland, but the Castle Collective member has to say where it goes. And then the rest of the collective can uh, grill them as to whether or not it would actually fit or fit in with the theme. So this should be really interesting. I think one of the main challenges was if you've been to another park, uh, maybe finding something that you've been on, hopefully there's a personal connection. And if not, if there's a, just an attraction that you're dying to ride from another park, then uh, that's all good, too. Why don't we start things off and get this ball rolling with uh, Captain California, since it's his first time joining us in a long time? We'll, we'll pass the baton to you first. I was just actually Photoshopping my suggestion together to make sure that it you know, fit correctly. <laughs> so I'll share that with you guys later, but uh, <laughs> you're doing it all to scale, right? Of course. <laughs> um, my first suggestion, my all-star suggestion is um, I love Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, I love the Disney World water parks. Uh, what I would love to do is take that Typhoon Lagoon uh, wave pool and put it where ESPN zone and the um, rainforest cafe are. Whoa, this is big so, thinking here, Bryce. Right. So, I mean, I Does know that, that they're, what's that? Does that count? Is that in the park? I think yeah, it counts because they're redesigning this whole area in the next couple of years. They announced okay. that they were, they were I, doing I, my stuff. brain didn't go there for some reason. I, I thought it was within I didn't the, either. I didn't the admission either, level. Hey, it's in the, it's in the Disneyland resort. Sure. Yeah, so I that's I would think you know if you're staying at the hotel, that would be a uh, perk of um, uh, of being able to or, or of staying at the hotel that the wave pool would would qualify you and uh, would definitely make the resort more interesting um, and more like of a perk to stay on site. That wave pool is huge. It's it's I, so I've surfed in it. I did the surfing lessons before uh, the park opened. They do like 12 people can come in. They do surfing lessons. Um, it's around 200 bucks for a two hour lesson. And you get, you know, depending on how many people are in the class, you get, it is, have you ever surfed in a man controlled pool before? It is so nice to, to, to paddle back to where you need to start surfing mm. without any waves. Yeah knocking you you're like i actually go pretty quick on a board when i'm just paddling um but to get it to actually fit you'd pretty much have to take out espn zone rainforest mm -hmm. cafe uh probably all the way over to the movie theaters and earl of sandwich over that area right yeah i mean i think that you'd have i think that 
you know, I haven't, you know, this isn't to scale, but you could either start where ESPN zone is uh, at the front and then eat your way into that parking lot, which right now is just cast member parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, you know, so you'd have to take some of that and probably take you all the way on the side of Disneyland drive. Um, and uh, maybe it would fit there. If not, sure. Take the AMC out, which isn't being used. Yeah. You know, I was just going for what's not being used right now. And, and, and Earl of sandwich, unfortunately. And Earl of sandwich. I I think has we could figure out, we could find a place. We could find a place for it. That's good. Collective members love any, any feedback on the wave pool idea. I could think of another spot that it could go, but it doesn't fit the, uh, I mean, it would, my brain was always very limited real estate, not, not into, I'm not as adventurous, I guess, as Bryce was on that. The the other spot I thought for it was on the Disneyland hotel side where there used to be a pool, but was like a grass field and now it's under construction. I don't even know what's back there, but I don't think it's big enough. Hmm. They could tear down Paradise Pier and put something there because that is a horrible <laughs> hotel. But uh, I digress. So I, I like it, Bryce. I think that's an interesting idea. It would definitely change the dynamic. I mean, but they've got the parking now. And why not have a water park attraction there? So I like it. All right. We will jump over from there. Why don't we go to uh, Mr. Joel Skellington? Let's hear your first idea. What are you bringing from where and where are you putting it? All right. Imagine this, if you will. Uh, I know we all love the great smells of the Nemo submarine ride. (laughs) I get the feeling that ride could be taken out a lot tonight. (laughs) It is. Um, So the submarines will be taken out to be used on display for people to look at in the future. Um, we clear out the tracks, we leave that nice little body of water, build some nice fun bridges, and in the middle of that water park, we have, from the land of Hong Kong, Mystic Manor. Um, Mystic Manor right there in the center. I feel like it fits a little bit of still semi in the fantasy area. It's in the Tomorrowland area. Now, some might say, isn't that just kind of the Haunted Mansion in a different way? I disagree. Now, this comes from someone who has not ridden it. I have watched a number of ride-throughs. Um, and if nothing else, the music, for those who don't know, is by Sir Danny Elfman. Not sure if he's been knighted yet, especially not being an actual English citizen. You, you um, just did, so that's all but right. But I did. And he deserves uh, it. And uh, just from the things I saw, it does have similarities, obviously, to the Haunted Mansion, if you are familiar with it. But... Um, but does not all the mountains have similarities? They're all, you know, roller coasters of different types. And so um, I feel like that and, and especially set there on the water, which I must say was my wife's idea when she threw that out there. I was going to just destroy fairy tale theater. Um, that was <laughs> uh, the simpler destruction. But uh, anyway, it just seems like you could have nice bridges up to it, uh, kind of following all in that. Uh, unless someone could find a place to shoehorn it into Adventureland. That was the other thought with the... Uh, uh, Lord Henry Mystic um, being part of that kind of adventure land uh, mythos. I love this idea. The idea of it kind of floating and I'm picturing maybe some mist and stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Nick at night, you have, uh, you have ridden this attraction. What do you think about placing it there? Well, I, I can 
now kind of combine my idea because Mystic Manor was one of the ones that I wanted. And I actually wanted to get rid of Fantasyland Theater, <laughs> partially because I think that if you're going with the highest and best use of space mentality, Fantasyland Theater is an easy target in my mind. But Mystic Manor to me is a really fun bridge that kind of fits into the uh that space of being kind of fantasy but not i i think that there are similarities in to haunted mansion in the sense that it's a big house yeah. um, the ride itself has very few similarities in my opinion as far as ride vehicles and all that that i just don't feel like I don't feel like they're exactly the same ride to having both of them in the park would be any kind of, um, it wouldn't feel too close. I love mystic matter. I I would love to have it there. Let's be honest. The obvious difference is that in one, you have to mind the rules and in the other, you have to mind your manners. So, um, Everybody's muted, but everybody is laughing so hard at my joke right now, but everybody's muted. So our, our audience <laughs> don't, don't lie to it. the listeners. Sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, and Skipper Rob has joined us. Welcome back from uh, your flight from Neverland. Oh, We're so fun. glad that you did eventually land. Uh, welcome back. You, um, you have ridden Mystic Manor in Hong Kong, correct? No, I have not. I've been to Shanghai and Shanghai oh, that's right. not have a haunted anything. Got it. Got it. I don't know why I was thinking you had been to Hong Kong, but so amazing that uh, Joel and Nick both came up with Mystic Manor. And at one point, at least in the iteration of this had both put it where the uh, theater is. Yeah. So, and, and can I suggest a use for the Nemo subs? Let's just turn them into porta potties. You just stick them somewhere in the park. They're going to smell bad anyway. Make it a theme. That's history. That's history, Nick. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) That's a fantastic. I do think that it's funny that at Disney World, Nemo is not is on a uh, moving on a land vehicle and the land is on a boat. Just a just a quick. Yeah, you're right. Nemo observation. Living with the land is on water living and finding Nemo, yeah, the yeah. seas with finding Nemo is technically on land. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that is an astute observation. All right. Uh, why don't we class things up just a little bit and go over to Heather Poppins. Heather, what's your first uh, attraction? <laughs> well, um, my first attraction is from Disney Springs. And uh, they have something there called the Amphicar Tours. And basically, that's vintage cars that can drive on land and go into the water like a boat. And they drive you around. And uh, it's great. The drivers are dressed up like sea captains. And they wear white shorts and white collar button-up short. And they have these big, bright smiles and silvery hair and they look like the captain of the love boat. <laughs> captain Stubing, I think, is the, the name you're looking for. Gosh, I'm that. old. I know that it's Captain Stubing, and it was played by Gavin McLeod. Gosh, that is in my, wow. is in my brain. John, oh. wow. But, uh, <laughs> I, so I have never done this before. You know, I've, I've been to Disney Springs a few times. I've never done it either. I've never, I've, mm. I, and actually, I don't think I've ever even seen it. I've only been to Disney Springs twice. 
I used to go a lot when it was downtown Disney, but to be honest, Disney Springs is much less appealing to me. Oh, see, um, I'm, I'm, I feel the opposite. I, I wish we had Disney Springs out here. Cause yeah. I feel like there's just a lot more to do the shop. Like there's more restaurants. It's we, uh, I do used to like, like going way better when it was themed. But, you uh, look more like a pleasure Island kind of guy. That's, uh, that's what I was just about to say. I was about to say, bring back pleasure Island where it's New Year's Eve every night. But uh, so Heather, you've you've actually ridden this attraction. I haven't. I found out how much it cost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I so love it. you'd like to be in? You want it to be included with the price of admission of the park? Is the That's real what concern? I'm no paywall. I, I so where it. do you where do you put it then? Oh, you put it in the Davy Crockett boats on the River of America. Oh, so all of a sudden the Rivers of America, you've got amphibious cars cruising around. Yes. Oh, I'm th- going to go look this up tonight because I've never even seen it. So <laughs> I, I am thought looking it up tonight. I thought you were going to have it in DCA on the water. Oh, that would be great, too. There. It would probably be there. better themed there. Yeah, it would be better themed. there. I've seen the boats and they're really cool. They're really mm. they're like James Bond cars kind of. But they're even yeah. just fun to take photos in. They have like one just sitting there that's not in the water. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that is cool. I have never seen it. So, and I thought you were going to say put it where the submarines are. So, you know, oh, there's there too. Yeah, these are, this is really cool. I like that. We've got some real out of the box thinking. I like it a lot. Let's go over to Sean Solo. What's your first attraction? Uh, I'm going to do a twofer in hopes that I can do more, uh, but they're going in like the exact same spot. So uh, the two that I would put right next to each other, finding Nemo subs, I would remove that attraction and put in Nemo and friends sea rider from Tokyo Disney sea. Mm. Uh, it's way better. It smells less like dirty <laughs> diapers and body odor. I've never had this smelling problem on the really? Nemo subs. I, I think it's so funny that this is like this. Is this what you talk about other episodes? Yeah. When I'm not here <laughs> every time this is the Monte Cristo. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> we do talk inordinately a lot about Monte Cristos, but yeah. yeah. But, so, all right, so tell us about the sea rider. Cause a lot of people, a lot of our listeners are probably not familiar with it. Yeah. You've, it. You've been to Tokyo Disneyland. Tell us about it. Yeah. It's, it's quite amazing. I mean, it's, it's going to be another one of those, uh, motion theater type rides. So like star tours, but on a bigger scale and basically you get shrunk down to the size of a fish and you plop into the, uh, ocean. And uh, hilarity ensues with with all the Finding Nemo characters. We wrote it many, many times because it was just we were laughing throughout the whole thing. It it was a lot of fun. So it sits on the water, of course, to give it the theme. Uh, but but it is a motion theater. Um, and the second thing I would do is remove Autopia and put in Journey to the Center of the Earth from Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh. I think those would fit in really well with like the Tomorrowland but fantasy type thing. And uh it would give another mountain and it w- it would be uh fantastic, I think. Would would Tomorrowland need to go through the Jules Verne retheming for that? I don't think so. I I mean I've wanted to I think changing Tomorrowland to more of like a discovery yeah. land would be a little bit better. Uh, but 
No, it would just look like a mountain, and I think it would fit in really well with the current theme. And and tell us what for you know for those who haven't seen, I've seen the video of it, but uh, tell us what uh, tell us what that attraction is. Yeah, so it's it, I mean it's based on Jules Verne's Journey to the Center of the Earth uh, novel or book or story, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and yeah, you you get in an elevator and go down uh, to the center of the Earth, and you see all the creatures and the monsters and everything, and then there's a big surprise at the end that uh, we weren't expecting, but it, it was it. Uh, it was so exhilarating and fun, and I think it would fit really well there. I think that would sounds like awesome attractions. I don't think anybody else here has has ridden either of those two attractions. If anyone has any strong feelings on them or thoughts on I have them. strong feelings about spoilers, so thank you for not spoiling it. I don't watch ride throughs <laughs> at all. Tokyo Dis- Disney Seas is on my uh, list, and so thank you for not spoiling it. You're welcome. Yes. And while we got you, Skipper Rob, let's. Uh, what's your first one? So uh, a lot of the stuff that he talked on, um, I had some ideas there as well, and and it was the same with instead of the Nemo ride, it would be the twenty thousand leagues, bringing twenty thousand leagues under the sea to that same <laughs> space where the current Nemo ride is. And one of my thoughts was to take the Nemo ride from Epcot and putting it at what I want to call the Pixar Pavilion on Pixar Pier. There is so much real estate on Pixar Pier that they have all these eateries like by the jumping jellyfish like that. I was looking at the map. You could put a whole show building there and then you would put uh, the Nemo ride. You put Ratatouille. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's another uh, Pixar-y type ride that we can put there. I want to put Slinky Dog there. I just think it would be so cool to have that Pixar pavilion right there in mm. that corner. Take out Goofy and then put in Slinky yeah, Dog. Par- Paradise Gardens is the name of that area. Okay. And yeah, just I, I had the heard, whole thing, Pixar. I had totally forgotten that until I looked it up because I am also decimating that area for one of mine. So. Yeah, you know, Slinky Dog Dash is really fun, and it yeah. would be nice to have, kind of like a, in Disneyland Park, you have uh, Gadget's Go Coaster, you know, so you mm-hmm. got something for younger kids who really like to ride. You don't really have a small roller coaster over in uh, over in uh, California DCA. Adventure, so yeah, yeah. so I think that could be really fun. Yeah, that's cool. Do you, uh, if you could only put in one, what would it be, Rob? Well, this was the other idea. Oh. And you guys were talking about the fantasy, uh, what was it, the fantasy theater? You're spending all of your fantasy cash in one one turn? <laughs> well, no, I, I, I still have some more. But that fantasy, uh, that fantasy theater, we'd make it an indoor theater, and we'd bring in the best show on Disney property ever, the Finding Nemo show. That's, yeah, the Finding Nemo If show I were to do awesome. anything, that's what I would do. The we one at talking- Animal Kingdom? The one in Animal yes. Kingdom, yeah. And we the were biggest. talking a lot of Finding Nemo. Man, I, 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 uh, well, we're just shuffling things around. So <laughs> interesting. I love that Finding Nemo show. It's a fun show. I, I don't know if I just caught like some over dramatic actors, but I just I didn't get all the way into it. That the one time I saw it. Yeah, I, well, I saw it with the opening cast, so it has a special heart. With oh, was it with uh, is that Lin Manuel Miranda? Was that the? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> not with the opening cast. Yeah, yeah, that one was just called Nemo with an exclamation point. Yeah, um, 
All right. So I'm going to jump to my first attraction and this is going to shock all of you, but I think there's an attraction in Shanghai that I have not ridden. Uh, they are building it at Disney world. And it's not room it for it, Sean. I'm really sorry. Called Tron. And there is room for it. And so I'm going to, there is, there. you can, uh, I'm, I was about to say, I can tell you where you can shove Tron. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that goes right to you, Bryce. There's not enough room. Hey, I've uh, had, I have my, you know, I'm a Tron ally. So. I know, I know, I know you fight for the Me users. Too. So, uh, so here's my thought. Uh, we take out Star Wars launch bay. Um, Ooh, because I mean, why well, you need it? Either, either bring back America Sings, bring back Carousel of Progress, or just get rid of that building. Plow. I mean, it is, yeah, so completely drop that. Fill in the submarines and yeah. take out Autopia and stretch Tron and make it a whole. You could do shops, a Tron eatery, the Tron attraction. Just let wow. Tomorrowland expand all the way around there. I'm going to. Awesome. That's what I'd say to put in. I'm going to play executive on you. And I'm going to say, okay, so what about all like you just took out a bunch of crowd control. Yep. So what do you, what do you, what do you make that up with? You I just don't. went, you just went Bob Chapek and said, let's take out three attractions, put a couple shops in. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We're putting in one big attraction. We're going to find ways to make it even uh, more of a people eater. And, uh, but, but also I think there are other Tron related things you could put in there. Like sure. a, so basically like a Star Wars launch base style, but of Tron, because you don't need Star Wars. You've got an entire section of the park devoted to Star Wars. Uh, so basically you have sort of a whole bunch of Tron-like experiences. I would say very much like when you walk out of uh, Journey into Imagination um, mm -hmm. at Epcot, you know, there's all the little stations of things you can do. Uh you know, or what was it called? Image works. Or, uh, when you walk out of, um, spaceship. Track. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you walk out of test track and there's a whole bunch of car related stuff. When you mm -hmm. get around the Tron ride, there are just a whole bunch of Tron attractions, a Tron eatery, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. So what about like, what about some kind of, uh, arcade? Of I was just going to say yeah, a Tron, like, a Tron almost like a, almost like a Starcade sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. You could have, uh, call it Flynn's call it. I was Flynn's waiting for you to, to pull out the NBA experience that lasted for only so long. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, basically put Flynn's arcade in there. I mean, they, when they did, I don't, did any of you go to electronica electronica barely? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Electronica and it was amazing. And so doing something like that where there's laser light shows at night and stuff, I think would just be awesome. Yeah, I half expected you to throw it on the people mover track. Because <laughs> oh. so it would have had a pedigree of Tron attraction there too. Yeah, yep. I'm still holding so, out for that to come back. So Sean, uh, I didn't want to, I had Tron as well, but I was going to let you take it because this is your baby. But why not go back to Tron Legacy? Remember the meal that they had during Tron Legacy, yeah. or like the 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 glowing water with the right. yes no guy right? More. Like you go in there, yes. yeah, and you no. can drink water out of a pool. Yeah, that would be sanitary. But um, I love all these ideas. Uh, yeah, Tron. 
I think yeah. I I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a whole land sort of devoted to Tron would just be sort of awesome. So anyway, that's my first suggestion. Uh, Joel, do you have a, uh, a second go around for us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Always prepared. Um, my thought, and this one also comes from the Hong Kong Disney. Um, and this again, using my same reference that, uh, it's okay to have multiple feeling of the things. I want to take the big grizzly mountain runway mine cars and put them in there. Now, those of you who don't know, it's a little bit like uh, big thunder mountain, which is one of my favorites there. Um, and from what I understand, kicked up a bit from what I see on the ride videos. Cause unlike Rob, I watch all the ride videos. Um, but, uh, uh, but it has a little bit more of a kick from what I understand, a little bit higher velocity. Um, and being that it's a big grizzly mountain, um, I'm just going to put it over there over the grizzly rapids, which nobody wants. Um, <laughs> maybe that's a personal experience, but if you want to get I wet, go, go to splash mountain. Uh, if I need a shower, I'll go back to the hotel. Um, so I don't need <laughs> the grizzly river rapids and it's already got the whole theming. Um, so you're halfway there already, um, with, uh, all the, uh, grizzly bear. And, and that, uh, that attraction, the grizzly river run right now, it, the line goes up exactly every time there's one degree up, the line gets five minutes longer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it's 80 degrees outside versus 90 versus a hundred, that dictates what that line is. But, uh, yeah, I don't know this is the best usage because all winter long, even when it's down in the fifties, nobody wants to ride that attraction. So Nick, have you ridden this attraction then? It is quite possibly the best ride vehicle that I have been on in any Disney park. Wow. I think a lot. I think that the Grizzly River Run or the Grizzly, excuse me, now you got me all thinking California (laughs) Adventure, the big Grizzly Mountain Runaway Mine Cars ride at Hong Kong. It is so smooth. It is so, there's no jerkiness to it. And there is a surprise on a roller coaster, which is rare. And so I think that, in my opinion, it is the ride vehicle, the system, everything is such a step up from Thunder Mountain. And I love Thunder Mountain. But I actually think that um, it's a great idea to pull it in. My thought was to squash the poo corner end of critter country and stick it over there because Mm. otherwise there's not a whole lot going on in that corner of the park and you could kind of pull the theming of of the mountains together um but i i think if anybody gets a chance to go to hong kong that one i rode like i think seven times in one day loved it right after each other over and over again it was an incredible ride experience and i think that uh, that I would love to see that in Disneyland for sure. Awesome, Nick. Nick, you've ridden Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Is it similar to that? Um, it doesn't have a swinging car like that. That that kind of idea yeah. of going back and forth. It's faster, but the I would say that it's got similarities in that it's that really wide tube kind of track that they have. Mm. So, and it's yeah. also very quiet. Mm. I don't know if that is what you kind of take away from the mine train. Yeah. But it's, it's a mine very quiet ride and it's, it's pretty quiet. So yeah. So it, it'll feel similar to that, awesome. but even I, my impression is it's even better. 
I Sweet. love it. Let's do it. I think it sounds great. Uh, let's jump back over to Heather Poppins. You got another idea for us? I do, but it's cheating a little bit. Oh, because, <laughs> because this idea is actually from Universal Studios, Harry Potter Land. What? And so maybe this can be a bonus. Ooh. Okay, but you got to listen to it because it's a really awesome idea. Okay. All right. I'm just going to put an asterisk right now. We'll just put an asterisk next. Okay. To it. Go ahead. Okay. So when you go to Harry Potter Land, you can buy a special wand that is $50. So it's very expensive. But you go to Windows throughout the uh throughout the oh yeah videos, and you wave your wand and it's like the shooting gallery at disneyland something happens and i just think it'd be so much fun to bring that to disneyland with the main street windows and you get like a special mickey glove and you do something like a pretended conductor you wave it around or whatever in front of the shop windows what a cool and idea there would be amazing things happening like turning sleeping sleeping beauty's dress uh from pink to blue or in a Peter Pan scene, having like pixie dust fall on the on the characters or snowflakes blowing in a frozen scene or like doors opening and shutting in Monsters, Inc. And like revealing some fun characters behind the door or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Have you did you ever play Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom at Magic Kingdom? No. What is that? OK, Tell so me. you're going to have to look this up on YouTube with Joel someday. OK. And I don't know. Rob, did you ever do it? Sean, did you ever do it? Uh, no. no, but I was going to say we did it w- in Epcot in the China Pavilion with uh, P and yeah, uh, Agent Agent P yeah. and Phineas and Ferb's thing. Yeah, it's World the same, Showcase. It, it was the same. same. Well, it used to be Kim Possible. Yep, it was the Kim Possible one. So I've it's, done that one. I've they're doing uh, another one with Ducktales soon, mm. in theory. Wow. So, so Heather, <laughs> for a while they did this. You would go to where you'd go to the fire station. You'd go get like a bunch of cards and it was free to play. And they'd hand you like a starter pack. It would have like four or six cards in it. And you could hold the card up to the window. Like, for example, you'd go to a random window on Main Street. It would have a clue there. You show the card, like which card you want to play. So you'd play like Robin Hood. And then the card would interact with uh, the villain that comes up on screen and then they'd be like, your next clue is in Frontierland. And so it would go on and my kids loved it. They collected the cards. So each time we'd go back, they'd have like 20 cards because they've collected them from every time we've gone or friends. You know, we so whenever people go to Disney World, they go, do you want to do you want us to get you anything from Disney World? My kids would say, oh, some cards from Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom. We'd explain what it is. Anyway, they don't have it anymore. It, oh. it, it, it died during COVID. Um, but my kids loved it. And uh, yeah, you should look it up because there's a lot of those fun, like window interactions all over the Magic Kingdom. They actually have something on the Disney Dream cruise ship that's similar too. Mm. Okay. With the Muppets, actually. Oh, fun. Ooh. I, I oh, think cool. they still have the Phineas and Ferb one in, in uh, China. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's amazing. They So you actually go check out a little phone, like a little communicator walkie talkie. Uh, now they just do it with your own phone. Oh. Okay, you can so just do it with since I've had little kids. Yeah. It with the Kim Possible and the the original Phineas and Ferb yeah. used to check out a phone, and then basically, uh, like P would call you, it call you up, or for Kim Possible, it was headquarters would call you and say, "All right, Kim, find the window with this marking on it, or whatever." And then when you'd find it, 
you'd hold up your communicator, press the button, and like literally like some fake books would go down and it would say, tell us what number you see. And you'd have to press one of the numbers and then it would go back up and it would say, okay. Or it would tell you where the next clue was. And like, it was big, like one, like a statue of a dragon would come up out of the water. Like it was major. Wow. And yeah, we, you're going to have to check it out. We did that. It was really fun. So yeah, we need this at Disneyland. Yes. Why don't yeah. we have this at Disneyland? I think that's what the idea of like the app and the scanner at Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be like. Yeah. You know? And I think that, I mean, my kids a lot have a lot of fun with it, but it is, you know, the Disney Play app is supposed to, it eats up your battery though. Yeah. Yeah. That's that for sure. And while we're with you, Captain California Bryce, uh, you got one more for us? Yeah, I do. Um, and it's not a, it's not a ride and it's not a store but it's a restaurant mm. or at least a snack, a snack stand. I would take the caramel cuche, I think is what the pronunciation is from Epcot, the caramel, the Werther's uh, featuring Werther's original caramel. Where's that? Oh, in the Germany pavilion in Epcot. Mm. I would take that and I would put it in that little Turkey leg stand across from the Matterhorn. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't oh, know that I can trust me. That. <laughs> So they have like fresh caramel popcorn, like everything in the place is caramel. Um, There's caramel apples. There's uh, like different kinds of cookies. It's like one of our favorite, favorite places to stop in Epcot. And it's um, it always smells fantastic. I think that, you know, there's so many places you can get a turkey leg. There's so many places, you know, I would love to see a little bit more diversity in some uh, treats, especially post COVID. There's just a lot of the same treats. It seems like they've, you know, they scaled back and it's a little bit more of a factory, you know, like you can still get the churro toffee. You can still get the marshmallow wand, but a lot of the other treats that are in the windows are gone and who knows when they're coming back. So I would bring this in staying with the, uh, theme of uh you know uh, you know you have the matterhorn in there you got pinocchio's area and then throwing in that that german chocolate that german caramel uh in there i don't know has anyone else ever gotten anything from this shop in epcot oh see this is why it's a hard sell next time you go great you gotta go you'll smell it it. (laughs) you know you'll smell it you get the fresh caramel popcorn it's it's amazing. I've been to Epcot more than any other park in Florida, and I have never once been in there. And I've been in the Germany Pavilion. In yeah, fact, it's right on the eat, corner. We eat quite often at the uh, at the beer garden. garden. Yeah, yeah, the beer garden is my favorite restaurant uh, back there for a show. The beer garden show is incredible. But okay, so we'll check it out next time. Next time, and uh, Captain California Bryce has got some other stuff going on, so we're going to bid you adieu. As we uh, continue, Thanks, guys. as we continue on our journey with Mr. Sean Solo, yeah, yeah. So uh, since I've only got one left, I'm going to narrow it down, and we're going to go. No, you can so, do two more. Uh, right. No, no, no. So uh, there's a show that I just loved so much over at Tokyo Disney Sea uh, called Big Band Beat. Hmm. And uh, basically, the music is all, you know, big band swing, uh, 
what's what's the other one I'm looking for? Uh, jazz. So it's it's basically just a big concert, and Mickey even makes an appearance, and I think Goofy and Donald. But Mickey actually plays the drums during the songs. Oh, fun! And uh, I think it would fit really, really well over at the Hyperion, especially since they've stopped doing the shows there, um, Frozen and everything. And I think it would fit really well in the Hollywood land slash Buena Vista street for the 1920s, 1930s. Oh yeah. So that's what I would do. Uh, if, if I have only one, <laughs> one thing to add. So I have, I have never seen that show. And I remember you telling me about it and it's a lot it's of incredible. playing and they're playing kind of Lindy hop style, big, big oh, yeah. swing. Yeah. Sounds they've got awesome. people dancing. It's all live music being played and uh over at tokyo you have to actually get in a lottery and you have to win those tickets and i was lucky enough to get them on our last day and it, it was it was amazing when big band music is big in tokyo a big band and then also sort of the crossover like stray cat style mm-hmm. you know that that kind of stuff is huge in tokyo so yeah, sounds like an exciting show. All right. Well, they should put something in the Hyperion. So right. <laughs> I, I think that sounds good. So I'll take the next one. Uh, this one, uh, since we're on the Hyperion, uh, I say wreck the Hyperion. Destroy the whole Whoa. thing. Just get rid of the Hyperion. And, you know, I'll tell you, I loved Aladdin. And the fact they got rid of Aladdin for Frozen I've seen the Frozen show twice in there. It's fine. But the Aladdin show was magical because it was so funny. And the improv they did in there and the genie and, and Jafar it was all great. But here's, here's my take. There is an attraction that up until a few, uh, maybe just over a year ago, was in uh, Florida called the Great Movie Ride. And I think they should tear down the Hyperion Theater and put the great movie ride in. You know that I mourn the loss of the great movie ride. That to me was a magical Disney experience. It was uh, in, I was about to show my age again and say Disney MGM Studios, which is now just Hollywood Studios. Um, but it it was great. And what it, what it was, was basically you'd show up and it was these huge cars that would seat tons of people. And they had a director basically who would take you through and they had scenes that they had created all different kinds of scenes. There was like Clint Eastwood sitting on a horse jo- and uh, um, there was uh, like a, a gangster movie type of a thing. And then you were in alien. You were literally there going through alien uh, as if you were in the movie and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was really cool. My idea to change it a little bit would be to do all Disney live action movies because it's the only real way you can represent live action. I mean, if you think about it, what attractions do we have in DCA that represent live action? The, the Marvel, the Canon of right. Marvel very specifically, but of Disney. I mean, it's all, I mean, really Marvel and and star Wars are both really well represented, but you think about how many great films between Disney, Buena Vista, all of their brands. So go on a ride through all of the great 
you know, I mean, have a scene from Flubber, have a scene from Mary <laughs> Poppins, show bed knobs and broomsticks. and broomsticks, like really go through and see the shaggy DA go through the Herbie. history. Oh yeah. Have Herbie come out and make an appearance like Tron for that matter. Condor man. Condor yes. man. <laughs> Condor man. man. So yeah, all of these great films, I just think a ride through, you know, they're trying to bring more IP back into the park. So do the great movie ride, but instead of having it be, you know, IP that they've sourced from a bunch of people, have it be the canon of Disney live action. And then just when people are happy and thinking, you know, there's peace in the world, finish out with Song of the South. And just, you know, let, oh, no. just let everybody oh, no. just, no, did I lose everyone on that one? Okay. All right. Cause what could be controversial about that? No, I, I seriously just think it could be really, really fun. The problem is you could also get stuck in a, in a little bit of a, like a warp that you couldn't get out of. Would you do a scene from pirates of the Caribbean, which is based on the ride, which mm-hmm. now has the movie. With the ride, with the movie, with the ride. Now you could get stuck in a quantum, quantum warp. So anyway, that's my second idea. Uh, I what does that sound like? That would be fun. I like that idea. Yeah. I I I'm just worried that that whole area is going to keep morphing into more Avengers Campus. So I love that idea. So that's a fun idea, especially keeping in with the theme of the Hollywood Land type area. Right. Yeah, it would definitely do the the whole Hollywood thing. And you could stretch it out. You know, if you look at where where the Hyperion Theater is, there's that stage area over by Monsters, Inc. that they sometimes yeah. they're using it now primarily for Marvel. But you could you could really build it all there and you can get a ton of people through that attraction. So anyway, that's that's my next one. Uh, Rob, do you have another one for us? Yeah, so going back to my Pixar Pavilion idea, sorry, we're going to go back to that. Monsters, Inc. is sorely misplaced, right? And I don't want to see that ride go away. I love that ride. So let's take it over to the Pixar Pavilion along with Ratatouille from Epcot, right? So let's get that on our coast as well. And Paris as well. And Paris. So you got Ratatouille inside this indoor pavilion. And this if... I explained this to you guys earlier. There is a theme park in Dubai called Motion Gate, and they have a DreamWorks indoor pavilion, which is amazing. You walk in, and you can go into uh, different lands, which one is Madagascar, one is Shrek, right? And they all have attractions inside of that. Same same idea with the Pixar Pavilion where you got a Ratatouille ride, you have a Monsters, Inc. ride, and then we would, uh, what was the third ride? It was the Nemo ride, but we're too obsessed with that. And so um, just trying to <laughs> get everything Pixar-y back over there. Love it. So that would be my idea, just to fill in that space. And Pixar, ple- Pixar Pier would bleed right over into it. So, I mean, you just extend exactly. Pixar Pier, essentially. So I love it, Rob. I think it's a brilliant idea. Super, super smart. Nick at night, what else you got for us? I was thinking that um, I would continue my desire to see the Fantasyland Theater disappear by uh, <laughs> expanding Toontown. Expanding? And, whoa! 
expanding, expanding Toontown, Toontown to then include Mickey and Minnie's Runaway. They're already away. doing that. Yeah, they're already, already doing happening. it, Nick. They I was are? just there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let me explain to you, months. Nick. Yeah. So I was just are you there. Serious? Nick. Yes. yes. So you got At so the Fantasy Ro- Land Ro- Theater. No. No. Uh, no. 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 But it is oh, okay. where Roger Rabbit is. Yeah, so you're looking at Roger Rabbit. No, no, no. Okay, Nick, let me explain. You're looking at Roger (laughs) Rabbit, right? You're staring at Roger Rabbit's on your right. Then on your left, you got Mickey and Minnie's house. Yeah. You got uh, a couple of uh, eateries right there. It's right behind City Hall, where City Hall is right by those eateries. They're doing it right there? Yeah. Yes, they built the building. It's right behind that. There's a big sign that says you don't see a building here. Or there's not a big exactly. building, but that's the ride yeah. they're putting there. Well, there yeah. you go. Yes, I, that's pretty great. I'm Take I two. did not know that. Um, Nick, you should pat but, yourself on the back for that brilliant. <laughs> you know, you could be an Imagineer. I could be be obvious idea. Yeah, no, I um, think it's awesome. I that's I still exactly think what that, they need. I still think that they need to expand Toontown um, more into Fantasyland to connect them better because Fantasyland Theater to me is doesn't connect to Fantasyland. I think it's closer to Toontown geographically and I don't I, I'd love to see something else go there. But that to me, I'm I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. It's it's gonna be cool. And by the way, that is such an amazing attraction. That is oh it's that amazing. That, that, that is and, and what's funny is I'm singing its praises. What move what uh what attraction did it replace? The great movie, the great ride, movie, which I ride. also love very much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Runaway Railroad is just phenomenal. So, so can yeah. I give a replacement then? Since I screwed up, sure. <laughs> well, so you either screwed up or absolutely nailed it, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Um, so my um, my feeling is that the Mystic Manor ride itself has a, a restaurant that's right next to it. That is not, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else, but would fit well in California Adventure in that, um, uh, what do they call it? Where all the other restaurants are by the pier. Uh, Paradise Gardens. Garden. Um, no. Where's Where you get the sourdough bowl and all oh, that. Pacific yeah, the Wharf. Wharf. Yeah. So there's so many, there's such a huge variety of restaurants there, but the restaurants that they have at Mystic Manor are like, um, there it's Indian, Chinese, Japanese, Pakistani, or something like that. It's got this huge Asian, but like deep Asian selection. Well, I mean, it is in you, Asia too, out of fairness. I mean, it is. No, no, it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. I think, I think if you brought that there, California yeah. adventure already has a really awesome selection, right. but I don't recall right. seeing some of those same ones there. So I think as far as restaurants go, that would be another thing that they could add over and, and make it really fun. I think that would be very fun. In Paradise Garden, by the way, you can get Fa and a Bon Me now. But, uh, you know, they kind of always rotate through that. So, yeah, I love that idea. Make it, uh, make it more foods of the world. So that's awesome. All right. Heather Poppins, are you sitting on another idea or have we, have we gone through them? I'm not. I'm done. Although I would say Gideon's Bakery would be fun to have in Disneyland. Gideon's Bakery. Where's, Where's that? that? So that's also in Disney Springs, and uh, they make giant cookies 
giant cookies uh. and it's like six hours that you have to wait to get in and i tried to get in and i walked up to the girl who was standing and standing at the front of the store and i'm like can i go in she's like you have to get to the back of the line and the line like wrapped way back far and she's like the digital queue is closed and it you have to sign up at the beginning of the day for wow. okay so, heather i have an idea yes. for you what yes. you're going to do is you're going to print up some of your original artwork and say, would this change your mind? <laughs> and then you will get in. Bribery. I love it. <laughs> Based on the response we've seen on Heather's art, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. So I think that's a fantastic. Great idea. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And, you know, anytime they can put in food that makes everybody, you know, freak out, that's that's always a good thing. All right. Uh, I want to make sure we've gotten to everybody's ideas. Joel, I think we, we've burned through yours. Um, pretty much. Just I wanted to bring Alien Encounters back, also destroy the Hyperion <laughs> Theater. Bringing Alien Encounters feels like it uh, fits there in that area. Who else rode the original Alien Encounters? Not Stitch. I but... missed it. Really? I I'm haven't either. One. I really oh, want I to. I, I did. Oh, you did, Joel? Yeah. Okay. So one time I, I went to Disney World, I didn't realize it was that big a deal. And I was like, what is this doing in the Magic Kingdom? But I love it. <laughs> I loved it so much. But what's funny is I didn't know what the attraction was. And for our listeners who are unfamiliar with it, you're basically led into a theater. It was really just a sensory experience. And you'd sit down and they'd put these bars over you so you wouldn't get up and run away. It was literally just to restrain you from getting <laughs> up and leaving. And then you saw this alien in a tube in front of you. And all of a sudden, everything goes wrong and the tube breaks and everything goes pitch black. And then you hear the alien walking behind you. And then you... And then it spits and it actually, you get wet and then it talks about breathing and you feel the breath on the back of your neck. And it was very sensory. In fact, so terrifying that they later changed it to stitch instead. Uh, and I was there it. when it opened. I was living in Orlando when it first opened. Yeah. So that's a, you know what? I love that attraction and uh, I fully support bringing it back, tear down the Hyperion and put an alien encounter. I mean, that's, that's next awesome. to the Hollywood uh, or the uh, say Hollywood tower hotel, um, but next to the guardians yeah. um, and they can make it a, you know, adventure thing if they want to, but it's just, yeah, it's just a fun thrill, absolute kind of fear thrill ride, which, you know, obviously Disney doesn't necessarily invest in. Um, so Joel, I absolutely love it. I think that's so great. Good idea. Rob, do you have any more? Uh, yes, I have three. Sorry. They'll be quick. <laughs> I've been writing these all I down. love it. <laughs> okay. One, uh, and this might be sacrilege, but I think people would be up in arms, but uh, the best Peter Pan experience I've ever written on is in Shanghai. I would replicate everything that they did in Shanghai and bring it to Mag uh, to Disneyland just to kind of get it a, a refresher, right? The second one is the best uh, Buzz Lightyear I went on was at Shanghai as well. So mm. if we're going to re, 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 you know, make it newer, print, and update it, do what Shanghai did. I think did. people would take issue with the Peter Pan because it's so original. I know they would. To me, some of the charm yeah. is the jerky yeah. movement. And even though they've updated it, just that original 
but but Buzz Lightyear, I don't know that anybody has nostalgia. Like you could refresh no. Buzz Lightyear. It it's I think I think it's ripe for some refreshing. I don't know if it, maybe everybody thinks that's. I think terrible, if you brought but... the Ant Man ride, which is basically Buzz Lightyear on stor- steroids, and you put a version of that at the Avengers Campus, that would go over really well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear is ripe for uh, for being updated for sure. What else, Rob? And then the last thing, and I'm doing things that I've actually experienced. That's why I'm yeah. doing it this way. And then Shanghai has this uh, Alice in Wonderland maze experience, which mm, is so that. cool. I would do that right. What wh- what is that? Pixie Hollow. Pixie what are they Hollow? called? Yeah. There? Yeah, get yeah, rid of that called. and then tur- and then turn it into the Alice in Wonderland maze experience. It's really cool. And it's like photo opportunities and you go in there and it lights up at night. They have like the table, they have the maze, they have all sorts of really cool things and so I'd replicate that. I am all for it and that means that Alice in Wonderland would be the singular most represented film in all the In fact, I think it already is. Uh, because it has two attractions and its own bathroom. Oh, that's right. So, and a store, oh, the Sean. Mad Hatter. Oh, and the Mad Hatter. So <laughs> yeah, it the also Mad has Hatter. the store. You're right. And while I was at Disneyland, it was so funny. I kept doing things and saying, okay, so Sean said we need to go here. My wife's like, you're doing things based all off on this podcast. These people are telling you to do. And I was like, we got to go to the, we got to go to the bathroom. I hear it's the best bathroom ever. And I went there. He's right. It is the best bathroom ever. And so my mo- my wife was just very just like resentful by the end of the trip. Like just because the Castle Collective told you to do it, are you going to do it? <laughs> so. well, I can't tell you how happy that makes me because uh, last time my son and I went, uh, we had not eaten at the Jolly Holiday Bakery in oh. I don't know how many years, like 10, 15 years. Oh my we gosh. walk by it and I go. Hey, Joel eats here every time. And then we found our roast beef sandwich there. That is like, we're going next weekend. And I already okay. turned to my son and said, roast beef sandwich is a jolly holiday. So the, the collective has influenced me as well. So that's, awesome. I got two more for jolly holiday. Best breakfast sandwich ever there. It's a croissant, croissant, uh, croissant sandwich with eggs. And I think bacon, mm. really great sandwich. Great way to start off your day. And then they also have the seasonal pulled pork or pulled chicken sandwich mm. with soup that you dip it in. Amazing. That sounds Jolly Holiday. awesome. When it's seasonal, does that mean Christmas? When, no. Like, when is it now? Seasonal? Like no, so, it's like oh. season. Like it's oh, fall. Oh, like Halloween like, season. Oh, fall. Yeah, okay. fall. Yeah, it's a fall seasonal sandwich. It's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, when fall season. season. Yeah. I love it. Love it, Rob. Well, great, great suggestion. All right, did we get through all your attractions, Rob? Yeah, uh, y- yes. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> fantastic. And and Heather Poppins, we we did get through yours. Nick at night, we got through yours. Sean Solo, I've let's I've, do it. <laughs> you got one more? Oh, I've got plenty. You want some more? Yeah, I'll throw you some more out. More, and then I've got one more, and then we'll wrap things up. All right, I'll go quickly. So uh, one thing I'd like to add from Tokyo is the Squeezer's Juice Bar. That thing was delicious. They had like this uh, mango drink with the popping boba in it. If you like mango. That sounds it's a, it's good. A, yeah. It's a mango dream. I'd put it in Adventureland somewhere. 
uh let's take out one of the shops i don't know uh and then when rob was talking about taking monsters inc and putting it over in paradise pier uh i would say let's change it over to the tokyo version Mm. you you actually walk into like monsters incorporated and it looks like you're inside the uh the office and it's it's actually like it's called uh ride and go seek you've got these flashlights Oh, and I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find the little Monsters Inc. symbols, and when you do, it triggers things, and uh, it's really fun. That is awesome. And then I would also get rid of the Fantasyland Theater, but I would put in. <laughs> I haven't experienced this, but Tokyo has the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast attraction. Mm. I would throw that in there. Um, Whoa! Is it movie. is it like a dark ride? Don't spoil it, but is it like a dark ride? What is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very incredible looking dark ride. That so, is awesome. Uh, if you're going to go soon, Rob, I won't spoil it. And then let's replace Pooh and do Tokyo's Pooh's Honey Hunt just to up it a little bit. No, dump, dump it. <laughs> <laughs> get, get rid of it. I uh, like Winnie the Pooh. I Honey Hunt is cool. I have not done honey hunt. I've man, I need to get to Tokyo. So I think I think I told you guys we're we're flying out to Paris on Christmas Day. And yeah. then two days later we'll be at uh, Disneyland Paris. So I'll at least be able to represent that park for the collective. So these are all awesome suggestions. Sean, you got any more? Uh there's one <laughs> thing in the Tokyo Indiana Jones that I would love to see in ours. There's just a spot where you stop in front of this. It's like an idol or something statue and it goes quiet and then it shoots a fireball at you. And it oh. is, it is the coolest thing, but uh, that's it. That's all, all I right. got for you. So, so I'm going to tease uh, one of the next episodes we're going to do is the collective. And that is that when you mentioned Indiana Jones, I hate the snake in Indiana Jones so much. Oh yeah. It's so because dumb. It looks like a giant stuffed animal. So we yeah, are going to do an episode called pet peeves of Disneyland, where we are going to talk about where we've lost the magic, where you just, that one little thing that's like, why is it like this? And that can be food attractions, whatever. But anyway, love these ideas. My, my last one I've got, uh, I think we should tear out all of paradise garden. I think that whole area is wasted. Uh, you know, you've got Tony's yes. Pizza back there, but you got kind of a few random restaurants. You've got uh, Dis- you've got Goofy Sky School is a terrible attraction. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just a wild mouse ride that they slapped. I mean, it was originally Mohall and Madness. I mean, that whole area is just kind of wasted. I'll tell you where it comes to life is when they do like Cinco de Mayo and they do the Coco celebration and everything back there, then it's incredible. The shows and the vibrancy of Mexico. So I say rip out everything there, uh, which by the way, for our listeners, if you're unfamiliar with paradise garden, it's back in the corner of uh, California adventure, kind of when you get to the end of Pixar pier, or if you're walking past uh, the, Little Mermaid ride on your right. You're walking right toward it. Take all that out and put in the Grand Fiesta tour from Epcot from the Mexico Pavilion. It is amazing. Now, right now, it is uh, the Grand Fiesta tour with the three Cavaleros. 
and it's hilarious. It's an incredible attraction. You get in a boat and it's really slow and it takes you through and shows you all the cool things of Mexico. But Donald Duck is constantly getting in, you know, Donald Duck, he's getting in trouble. Um, I did see an idea for an overlay and to, to take out the three Caballeros and to do it through the land of Coco that looked amazing. So I'm kind of cheating because what I really want it to be is a cocoa attraction, <laughs> but basically take the grand fiesta tour and do it instead of the three caballeros, do it as Coco. but also they have a restaurant that's very similar to the blue Bayou. Yes. It's a Mexican restaurant and we've eaten there multiple times. It's really cool. In fact, the entire inside there is amazing. The shops and the uh, restaurant and then the boats ride by it. I say build that entire, pretty much the entire Mexico pavilion right there at the end where Paradise Gardens is. Sean, you have just completed my Pixar pavilion. <laughs> so you got you got the, the, the France, the Ratatouille part. You got the Monsters, Inc. part with Sean with the little walkthrough place and then you got the coco part so it's all part of the pixar pavilion although i think coco is disney but i don't think coco is pixar but otherwise wait Wait, coco's not pixar it's pixar it's pixar okay gosh you're freaking me out here (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) oh i thought for some reason i thought it was disney no it's pixar Oh, oh I gosh, you're making me that... like second guess myself. No, my you're existence. right. It it totally is. You know, yeah, I'm embarrassed now because I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that Disney actually had a big animated hit even in the age of Pixar, but it was Frozen was Disney. And Frozen. So, my bad. Yeah, I know you're right. So Coco, <laughs> which of course makes sense because Coco's on the Pixar pal around, of course. So yeah. yes, All so right. Coco would <laughs> fully complete it. And I love that idea. Well, guys, I am so full of ideas now. And back to Rob, uh, what what your wife was upset about. I know that next weekend when I'm there with my son, Keaton, he and I are going to be walking around. I'm going to go, imagine if you tore this out and put this here. And uh, I'm pretty sure that that's going to affect me. So thanks, guys, so much for joining us tonight. For our listeners out there, uh, remember... You have the opportunity to win a $25 Disney gift card. All you have to do is send us a DM uh, that says uh, Mickey Pretzel and uh, you are entered to win and get your friends to enter as well. Uh, If you're not following us on social media, check us out on Facebook and on Instagram. We're not, uh, we're not on TikTok where all the cool kids hang out, but uh, we definitely are there on Instagram. And some of us, have projects to follow. I mean, for us, it's it's really just uh, Castle Collective. If you search for Castle Collective, you'll be able to find us. And if you love Disneyland podcasts, where else can you get a good Disneyland podcast, Sean Solo? Uh, there's one I've heard of called Word on the Main Street podcast. Uh, they, they, I guess they talk about uh, the news surrounding the parks and give their opinions on that. So uh, you can find them anywhere podcasts are sold, and then you can find them on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Clubhouse. You know, we're we're everywhere. And we're there you, everywhere. <laughs> and if you love seeing beautiful and inspired art, Heather Poppins, where can we find all that? 
You can find my Instagram at story underscore monster. Awesome. And there's so much cool stuff. I just, it's one of my absolute favorite profiles to follow. It's so cool. And wasn't it fun to see everybody kind of flip over getting your original art? I mean, it was really cool to see people were very, very excited as well. They should have been. I mean, that was a beautiful piece. So very, very good. And if you like seeing globetrotting all around the world, uh, emceeing events and being a world famous DJ, then Skipper Rob, where should they go? They should go to my Instagram at Rob Frey, where you can follow my antics and uh, Disneyland. So at our last podcast, we talked about this guy that Sean Lords oh my gosh, yes. saw yes. on the Matterhorn. He sat right behind him. <laughs> this uh, this jovial uh, gentleman, probably in his 50s. I saw him and I said, is this you? I showed him the picture and he says, that's me. So I took a selfie with him. So our goal is to encounter this man at Disneyland and I'll get a selfie with him. What What was his react? Like, did he ask why you had a picture he, of him? I, I go, I go, hey, my friend got a picture with you. He's like, oh, okay. I said, is this you? And he goes, yeah, that's me. I'm like, can I get a picture with you? He's like, okay. He was awesome. He was a lot of fun. All right. Yeah, so, English was a second language, I could tell, but he was just such a wonderful gentleman. And he was wearing the mouse ears again. He was. Amazing. And so uh, tag I'm it for next weekend. I'm going to find this gentleman. And if I do, uh, because I control our Instagram, I'm going to go live with him. If I can find him, <laughs> I will go live. So I'll, I will do my best. And uh, any any closing or parting thoughts, Joel? Um, no, be good to each other. Yeah, and it's uh, and we are we we are on the Danny Elfman. We are in the Danny Elfman season, as it yes. is now October. We have entered into uh, Danny Elfman and into Jack Skellington, and all things good and spooky. So it's a good time for you, and that's awesome. That good old night. And Nick at night. Anything else? Oh, actually, yeah. This isn't an attraction, but I was just thinking if you guys get a chance to uh, go to Hong Kong Disneyland, there's this really cool water feature out front that uh, has a Mickey surfing on top of this water spout of a whale. And Mm. it's kind of a fun little thing. I think that would be a fun little addition to the entrance to Disneyland. But um, that's my last little stab. Well, as we exit fantasy and enter into reality, California is in a drought. So. That can't happen. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. I had to be a downer at the very end. Well, this has been, no, seriously, that would be cool. This has been so much fun, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on behalf of Sean Solo and Nick at Night and Heather Poppins and Joel Skellington and Skipper Rob. And, oh, that's right. We also have Captain California Bryce here. Uh, I have been your host, Sean. And thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time.